Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the 13th episode of AI Movie Night. I'm your host, Joe Simpson, and tonight I'm joined by two great guests to talk about the absolute classic that is The Warriors. Firstly, I'm lucky enough to be joined again by Rory Greenfield, host of the excellent AI Comic Pod. How are you doing, mate? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Just just for the, the record, I want to say happy birthday. Oh, thanks very yeah, much. Much appreciated. Jen, for doing this on your birthday, because oh. I know I've been nagging you. <laughs> oh, mate, it's a, it, 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 it's a pleasure to talk films on my birthday, particularly one like this that I love so much. And, yeah. You know, so thanks very much for joining me. I'm also lucky enough to be joined by Joey Connors, who podcasts for Anfield Index and knows a hell of a lot about a lot of things, but in particular, films and football. How are you doing, Joey? I'm doing real good, and I will echo Rory. Happy birthday, my friend. Oh, thanks very much. Thanks for joining me. Um, I know how much you, you you love this film, like Rory, and I'm I'm really eager to hear your thoughts. So thanks to you both for joining me. Obviously, there's so much to talk about in this film, and we we all love it. So I'm going to get straight to it, and I'm going to start off with my usual question, firstly to Rory. Uh, Rory, can you remember when and where you first saw The Warriors and what you thought of it at the time? So I watched this, I think, after playing the game, uh, which I know we're going to cover it at some stage because I, yeah. I don't think I couldn't do this without covering <laughs> the game. Um, so I, I watched this probably, probably when I was 18, thereabouts. So, uh, that's going back some. Um, and I think I just, I bought it on DVD and, and watched it at the time. And yeah, I, I was, um, I was blown away by it, to be honest, because, you know, I've always been a big fan of film, probably, well, for a very long time, but in particular, kind of teen years onwards. And, and this film was, was kind of like nothing I've ever seen. And I was kind of, I've been threatening to write a piece about uh, the crossover between games and, and, and film. And there's obviously a lot of uh, those games that have been converted into films directly. Um, but there's those films that obviously, just influence so much that goes beyond it in, in cinema and in gaming, which are two of my kind of favorite things. So this, this just, um, is so influential in, in modern cinema and, and people don't really know that about it, which is why I was desperate to do this at some stage because, um, I'm amazed quite how many people haven't seen this film. Yeah. Same, same, same here. So what, what you're saying is we're not going to get the numbers, are we? Thanks for recommending it, Rory. <laughs> <laughs> Only I'm I'm only joking, mate. I'm I'm hoping if we even get one person new to watch this film, I will be happy with that. Because I, I agree that's with everyone, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. the point, man. It's about yeah. just kind of you know because the, the the things I do on the comic pod, it's 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 obviously huge 
well-known franchises and, and you know, massive cinema, but um, yeah. there's films like this that just go so much under the radar. And I probably wouldn't have, st- I, I probably might have eventually stumbled across it, but, you know, Twitter's a good place to kind of spread the word nowadays. Yeah, totally, it's- totally. And I think you've hit on something there that definitely rings true for me and probably both for you as well, that there is something, I would say, something really special in a film that takes you unawares that you haven't heard of. And it's not, oh, yeah. uh, obviously I know this is a cult, a cult film and it's, it's really popular with some diehard fans. But as you say, a lot of people haven't seen it. And I like the idea of, I know what it was like when I stumbled across it. I think I was just channel hopping when I, you know, as a yeah. teenager and I caught it midway through and. It was so exciting, this film, and I thought, you know, I was a bit immature, to be honest, and I thought, well, there'll be a boring bit soon, and it'll just be a normal film. But no, it just carried on in that same vein right the way through, and I was like, how haven't I heard of this? How haven't I seen this before? And I just, like yourself, I just really enjoyed it. What about yourself, Joey? Uh, I first seen The Warriors in 1997, when I was a sophomore in in high school, and... um, I never really heard of it either. I mean, it came out in 79, which was bef- a couple of years before I was born. But uh, some of me and my friends just kind of like what Rory did, got it on DVD, uh, watched it at their house, and I was kind of blown away by it. Um, I never, haven't watched too many. Unless it's a big, big movie, too many of the 70s films. Um, and I know that's 79, so it's borderline. But, yeah, I, I just fell in love with it. I mean, it's just, it's just an action movie from start. To the end, it's so much fun. Such a fun movie. Yeah, no, uh, I couldn't agree more with you both there. It, 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 particularly that point about from start to end. I think that sums it up. It just doesn't let up, and it's just, you know, it's it's just such a cool film. Now, obviously, it it wasn't a particularly big hit at the time, but clearly we're we're talking about it now, and it does have a really strong cult following. You know, over thirty five years later, why do you think it's had such a an, an an enduring impression and become such a cult, Joey. Uh, I think when, it, like I said, when it first came out, you know, it's one of those movies that didn't have a large budget, didn't have a lot of famous actors in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just now it's it's huge now. I mean, I think people, when you kind of look at it, this is something that could actually really happen if you look at a, a quote unquote post apocalyptic, in this case, America, but really the world. I mean, I think there's. 21 gangs total in this so it's mm-hmm. it's just literally people fighting for survival and, and if you remember maybe you guys really don't know because you're not from america but <laughs> back, back in the back in the 70s uh that time in new york city where this is obviously shot and takes place there was a lot of crime a lot of poverty and a lot of horrible infrastructure in new york city so that played a big part in it and people just you can relate to this movie in in many different ways no, I, I think you're right there. And I think actually the shoot itself, it's largely filmed on, on the actual streets of New York, as you say. And I think at times that was a little bit dangerous because obviously some of the gangs themselves didn't like this film coming on their turf and sort of, you know, doing their own interpretation of gang culture and stuff like that. So I think even the shoot was a bit dicey at times from what I've heard. But you touched on something really that definitely resonates with me. Why I think it it's so enduring. I think, generally speaking, everyone, particularly from childhood, can relate to being chased at some to some stage in their life. You know, not necessarily by you know an assortment of weird and wonderful gangs like in this, but definitely being somewhere where you're in a bit of danger and you've had to leg it, as we would say in Liverpool, you've had to run <laughs> off. <laughs> But but and 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 funnily enough, and as a kid, there is a sweet spot when that happens. Sometimes, where as well as being scared, you're actually excited. That's adrenaline, and, man. Yeah, yeah. And this this film captures it. And the difference with real life is it's normally for like thirty seconds, but this is like movie length. You know, one long simple chase. You know, it's a a simple story, but told so well and with so much action and excitement as you say so that that's definitely one of the reasons for me i think it's so enduring because everyone can relate to some degree and obviously it, it just excites people what about yourself rory 
for me, for me, like I said, it's the simplicity of it all. I mean, it, it's got. I've talked a lot about films that, um, you know, a lot of people always say oh, that film's thirty minutes too long. There's there's too much of this scene. There's too much of that. This film is trimmed literally yeah. perfectly. Um, you know, it's edited and cut. Uh, exactly how it should feel and how it should play out. Um, and, and it's, it's, you know, I don't know why I'm getting nostalgic. Well, obviously talking about this, but recently I've got a thing for 90 minute films because there's times in life where you can't sit down and watch Interstellar because it's almost three hours long or you can't watch Inception without going to sleep um, because it's two and a half hours long. <laughs> and that's me probably getting old, but it's, it's equally a sign that sometimes there's films you just want to watch and you can just pick them up and put them on. And if you're in a bad mood or if you want something that's just going to take you to a different kind of headspace, this is just one of the perfect films for that. I honestly, um, I love it from start to finish. I absolutely adore it. It's one of my favourite films. Um, and and it's kind of timeless. Obviously, it, you, you can tell it's it's shot in the 70s. It's obviously got certain characteristics, but it's 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 great in the sense that it's a 70s going into 80s film because it was shot in 79 because it does feel like it's coming out of an era into another. It feels like it was a bit of a, a trendsetter in terms of its style because I, I'm not a big, you know, follower of 70s cinema to be honest but um but you can feel the 80s in it and it was probably ahead of its time in terms of the style and the soundtrack and like you said i mean the gangs were in uproar about it from from everything i've read um they wanted to be cast in the film they wanted it to be more real and and it feels as real as it as it can feel when you actually watch it it was all shot overnight um (laughs) it was shot in I don't know how many weeks, but it was all night shoots, 12 to 8, overnight, every day. Um, and obviously they were in quite dicey positions, um, shooting it, like you said, and it's, it's real. It feels, it feels so much, you know, and, and like Joey said, and, and this is a big thing that I've not even thought about until you mentioned it, that post apocalyptic is, is, is obviously very on trend. So, Everyone loves The Walking Dead and, and all the zombie genre stuff, but, you know, even games like The Division, which, uh, again, you know, uh, like, like this kind of film with guns um, and all the rest of it, it's that's very, very much what people, you know, it's a great kind of imagination film. You really do get into the parts of the characters, and I, yeah, I honestly adore this film. Yeah, no, some some great points there, and I think you you lead us nicely on with you mentioning, you know, the characters. Obviously, I think the film starts in a, as you say, it's such a lean film, and it starts so well. Like the first five minutes, you know exactly what's going on, you know exactly who each character is, the main characters are, yeah. and you yes. you're right in there on that night, and obviously it's all shot over. Well, it's not shot, but it's all. The film itself is set over twenty four hours, largely at night, and yeah. you're straight you you just dropped into that night, aren't you? And I think at first they were originally going to start it in the day, and have you know show you a bit more about their characters, and they decided quite rightfully, I think, that that spoils it because it doesn't have that same impact as it does with the night. And obviously the, the wheel from Coney Island and stuff. And I think it's such a great introduction to that world and those characters. So I suppose the first thing I'd ask then is it, who would you say your favorite warrior is, Rory, and why? I mean, Swan's the lead. So he, he gets the kind of most airtime. Um, yeah. And, and there are parts of his performance I actually really like. Um, the one I, I like for, for kind of comic value is Vermin. Um, yeah, he's just, he's kind of the, he's the perfect kind of sidekick to it all. And I think he, he's played really well. Not a lot of them. I mean, the thing with a film like this is, is obviously they've all got prominent roles to play, um, and, and different techniques in terms of fighting and style and, and, and different influence on the film. But it's kind of about the collective. It's, it, you know, when I, when I kind of saw you asking this question, it's, I find it quite hard to pick one out because some of them, you know, some of them don't talk a lot <laughs> in yeah. fairness, you know, it's not a, a, a massive script. 
Um, (laughs) And it's quite hard to pick out an individual performance because, like Joey said, none of them were particularly big actors and and bar one or two of them a little bit, none have gone on to have have huge kind of careers in, in that sense. So, yeah, it's it's... I don't have one particular favourite. Every time I watch it, I kind of admire a different thing about a different person, except Rembrandt, who just annoys the shit out of me. But other than that, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, it, he, he, just doesn't cowers. he just cowers yeah. in the bathroom. Uh, there's yeah. nothing worse than him cowering when they're having that a wonderful fight scene. I know what we'll talk about. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And I know where you're coming from there, totally. <laughs> <laughs> he, he doesn't do a great deal, does he? What, no. what about... What about yourself, Joey? Oh, it's it's got to be Swan. I think Rory yeah. touched on a on a big point there. It's it's really difficult because the other characters are just kind of, I mean, you hate to say like they're they're not pointless, but they're they're in the fight scenes. But I mean, Swan, and even in the beginning, he he steps up and takes you know he takes um, over the Warriors when Cleon gets killed. So that's a big thing. You know, he steps up. Uh, I just I think his character stands out easily. I mean, look at all the other ones. You can, I mean, you have, like Rory said, Rembrandt, you got Snow, um, Fox, but they're all just, you know, they're all, they all play little tiny pieces in the part of the movie. Yeah. So it's hard to, I mean, Vermin's kind of funny. He has some funny lines. I think there's one of his, you know, the throw it my way, baby. That's kind of funny when they see the lid. <laughs> that kind of, they, some of them crack me up, but as, you know, as far as the favorite character, it's either Swan or, and I know he has such a tiny part, but I mean, he really start, he kicks off the whole thing, um, which is Cyrus. I mean, he, you know, Cyrus's, that speech, which I'm sure we'll get into later, <laughs> is just, I mean, his character, and I think, and I don't, I don't know WWF that much or WWE, but I'm pretty sure Booker T stole that uh, from <laughs> Yeah. The can you dig it? <laughs> <laughs> So so iconic, isn't it? That it's a uh, uh, obviously, as I say earlier on, I, I mentioned the first time I stumbled across it, so I was just in the middle of it, and I loved it, and I ended up buying it. And I can remember when I first saw that, you know, can you dig it? <laughs> you know, that first time, because he just kept going on and on and on. I was like, oh my God, what's happening here? But it's just it's so the kind iconic. of scene you would rewind and play again. Oh, but, you know, yeah. It's just, it's, it's the perfect line. And I know you mentioned the opening before, yeah. um, when that really kind of creepy music comes on and it's just the, um, uh, the, the wheel lit up, you know, yeah. bright purple. And it's just from that minute you're hooked. That's why it's that kind of film. You literally go, what the hell is this? Cause I, you know, I've seen a lot of films and I really don't think I've seen a film quite like this. And, and when films try to replicate this, which they do and some do quite well, they don't get near it though. Do you know what I mean? Not really. And they don't have that same impact from minute one where you know, like you said, the plot is, it's delivered in in a minute or yeah, yeah. in three or four minutes, and I love like the fact that it's shot at night and the police raid and all the spotlights come on. It's just great because you know, despite them being all these huge gangs, you know, it's supposed to be a hundred thousand people. Um, you know what? Two thousand police officers turn up and they all scatter, and it's just it's 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 just great from that minute onwards. It is. Totally agree. And uh, I suppose on, on the character's point here, who's my favourite warrior? Uh, I think for me, I, I, I agree. It's it's hard to look back past Swan because he's like the the perfect. What I like about him, I think, is he's the perfect blend of like diplomacy, toughness, and aggression when needed. And I love that. I, I love the fact that. He's got that balance to his nature. I think, like for example, we, we may talk about it later, but where 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 they meet that gang, the orphans, they've got yeah. across their turf, and I love the way he's actually respectful at first. He knows they could take them if it was a fight, but he knows the pra- pragmatic thing to do is to be respectful, and we'll just get through this with no no drama. But he only does that to a point, and until they're being too too arsy with them. And then he's like, "Fuck these! We could just take these. We're just gonna, we're just gonna go right through their turf." And I love that. It's like it, it diplomacy. And then once that's over, we'll go to war, and we have to. And now, and now we're going sort of thing. So now, 
He is. He, he's my favourite character. But shout out to Ajax. He's not yeah. my favourite because he, 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 he's basically a massive prick, really, isn't he? But, <laughs> but there's something so watchable about him. He even makes me laugh, like, on the train where he's, like, punching the, the things that hang down, you know, yeah. we hold on to. He's just one of them people, you know. He will get them into trouble. If there's a way of getting them into trouble, he will find it. And like he, 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 you know, yeah, everyone's got a mate like that in a group. Oh, Everyone yes. has got, yes. you know, Great. growing up, growing up, there's always that guy who just <laughs> sinks he's in it. Um, and I, I love, you know, we'll talk about scenes and stuff, yeah. but I kind of love his demise in the end it's just it's just perfectly done um but he's he, he's 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 important to the group at the same instance because the guy's oh, yeah. tough you know yeah, that, um, right. um, yeah he he's tough a, as hell yeah he does he has such a sexual appetite for women <laughs> it's, i mean it's ridiculous <laughs> yeah they're kind of i think they they did it quite well that he didn't end up in the the party that went to the lizzie's house because that might have been oh. quite interesting <laughs> yeah that would have been bad news yeah <laughs> i wonder what i, I wonder ones that have watched that i mean uh, i think uh, i think uh, 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 thinking about it though that's a very good point uh, that, that probably is why they got rid of him isn't it because yeah. it'd be a totally, totally so, different dynamic with him involved. So yeah, the one actor. I mean, he's gone on to have a, a relatively strong career as an actor. Um, you know, he's it's James Romar. He's been in quite a yeah. lot of films over the years. Um, but the one actor that um, was supposed to have a big part in this is Fox. Now Fox yeah. kind of is, is quite. Um, he's killed off pretty quickly in the train station, um, yeah. and that's because they. They had a guy cast, and then he fell out with the director. And he was apparently quite an established actor, whoever was cast. And I, I read it the other day, and he fell out with the director, so they recast him. But this other guy couldn't act, so they basically just killed him off as soon as possible. Um, <laughs> it was going to be it was going to be vermin that they were going to chuck in front of the train, but they decided to change it. So, oh, I see. I didn't, I didn't know that. I love things like that. Yeah. It's funny. Funny you should mention that, and you mentioned James Ramar beforehand, because he had a similar experience in in Aliens. Yeah, he was originally Hicks in Aliens, wasn't he? And he, yeah. I think, he was a bit troublesome on set and didn't get on with with the James Cameron, and he yeah. ended up being replaced by Michael Bean. And it, it is interesting what you're saying. He he went on to do well, but I think he would have had that Hicks role alongside this and obviously 48 hours i think he he could have been much bigger than he ended up becoming although he is well yeah as you say. He, he's had a well-established career but yeah you yeah. did look at times like being on the bordering of something very good um because yeah. he's always had a really good screen presence um yeah, and definitely. especially in this he does when when ajax is on the screen he does tend to steal the limelight it, it's pretty oh yeah actually so no, you're you're right. You you've just got to watch him when he's on screen. He's he's got something about him, hasn't he? Yeah, he seems to have uh, followed Walter Hill around for many different movies. So yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think I think that's a big big credit. I always think when when someone as talented as Walter Hill brings you along on different films, I think that that tells you how highly highly rated he is and. You know, he's clearly a very talented guy, uh, as we say. Yeah, um, we always say that about Nolan, don't we? That he just brings back the same actors yeah, that he expects. And, you know, if you're a guy that gets in the good books for Nolan, you pretty much guarantee, like Michael Caine, you're going to be in nearly all of his films, all, all of his films. Um, yeah. It's it's that kind of thing. And, and when, a, when a director trusts you, it's the same with Scorsese and, and DiCaprio and, and, and Matt Damon, where he can, and those kind of guys, it's... It's it's great when that happens because the chemistry it just works. So yeah. yeah, you could tell you could tell he it's a big role in the, in this film, and I think uh, I think you'd be underplaying it if you didn't think Ajax was kind of at least up there with Swan yeah. as as the most pivotal. Yeah, no, to- totally agree. I'm going to now look at uh, some of the you know the many weird and wonderful gangs in this film, and uh, I've got a feeling there'll be some overlap with this question, but. What would be your favourite gang and why? Starting with you, please, Joey. Uh, it's got to be the Baseball Fury. <laughs> totally. I just, yeah, it's just the, how they dressed up. And the funny thing is, is you know, you, you love how they use the bats. At least I do. Um, <laughs> but they weren't really tough. I, I mean, they got they got kind of handled easy. But oh yeah, they really did. And and I thought the punks who could fight 
I just, they're not scary to me. If you come up on roller skates, I'm not afraid of you. You know what I mean? Like I'm just overalls and they just, so some of the, some of the outfits were awesome, but the baseball furies were were easily the best for me. Yeah, no, can't can't disagree. I I was reading something that said that Walter Hill was a massive fan of both baseball and kiss and he combined the two to make the furies and, you know, how iconic are those baseball furies? And as you say, you know, they weren't particularly hard, but when you first see them and oh, they yeah. don't stop, they were very scary. And obviously the contrast between their colours and the nighttime just looked amazing. It really did. Um, what about yourself, Rory? i just got to say on that point, the cardio, those guys. <laughs> that, yeah. that running scene is just insane. Oh, yeah. Um, but the the big thing about the the baseball furies that that song that that backs them up is just so creepily wonderful. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's just yeah. it, it just makes it. Um, I I knew the baseball furies was going to come up quite uh, obviously because they, <laughs> they probably are by rights. Um, I obviously like the Gramercy riffs. Um, I think they're great, but I I quite I've got a soft spot, and they're not in it for more than a minute. But I like the Turnbull ACs quite a lot. Um, oh, awesome in the beginning. Yeah, because they've got a great truck, um, which I think they actually borrowed from a gang, which is awesome. Um, <laughs> and they look like a really traditional biker gang. Do you know what I mean? One you really yeah. wouldn't want to mess with. And I've got a good story about them that I love reading about these films. Um, they went into a cafe after a shoot one day and everyone thought they were a real gang. So the whole cafe fled in oh, fear of this yeah. gang because <laughs> they all went in with all their, you know, you do, outfit. You? Yeah, you would do because, yeah. it's, you know, they genuinely looked the part. And, yeah, I think they're a really good gang. I think the, the thing is there's about 99 gangs in all in the script. Mm-hmm. Oof, wow. Um, and if you play the game, there's a lot in that as well um, and there's a lot that are in the game that don't cross over um, and there's some wonderful outfits um, there, there really are some wonderful outfits um, there's a few in the movie that uh, the orphans and the Lizzie's and stuff but that I'm not that fond of but um, yeah I, I think the gangs that appear are, are really good yeah, no, to, to, totally agree. And, uh, you know, I think you've hit on something as well, a contrast there. The baseball furies, like, like Joey said, they looked amazing, but they weren't actually that tough in the end. But I think, uh, the, I'm sorry, I've lost my track there. The other gang, what was their name again? Sorry, Rory. Turnbulls. 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 Yeah, yeah they, they, they were actually, they seemed really scary. You know, you did think, especially so many of them and with that truck and thing, you did think if the Warriors got caught by then then it's 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 really game over sort of thing and you know, so no that that that's a great contrast between the two there. Obviously there's so many excellent scenes in this film. That's all good in different ways. Um, is there any particular favourites you have, Rory, that you you'd want to discuss at all? Um yeah. Pretty much all of them, but <laughs> um, yeah. if I'm going to narrow it down slightly, um, I I do love the scene when they get into the park with the baseball furies. I think the fight scene's great there, um, especially when you know Swan steals the bat and they're basically going kind of toe to toe with the bats. It's just really good, um, and then. Obviously, you know, they're walked through the park when they, uh, Ajax gets busted by the, the, the police officer and the guy just never quits. Do you know what I mean? He's, he's literally, no. he's, he's, he's got handcuffed to a bench and he's dragging the bench along. Yeah. Um, and then he still ends up knocking out one of the police officers. Um, that's great. Um, my favorite scene by, by far is the one that, um, it took six days to shoot this. Um, is is the scene in the bathroom in, in the fight scene in the in Union Square Station? Um, I just I just think it's one of the best, you know, most real choreographed fight scenes in in probably any movie. You know, I know you get you get wonderful martial arts films, um, and you get you know your Mad Maxes these days and all these these incredible action films, but you know that is a a brilliant fight scene in a really small space. Um, and obviously that's why it took so long to shoot to get it perfect. And it is perfect. There's nothing, you know, not perfect about that scene in my opinion. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more with that choice. It's a, 
it's fantastic. I think it's one of the few scenes, if not the only one, shot on a set as well. And it's just, I think that contrast you made, uh, I do like a lot of the martial arts films where a lot of them have a sort of, you know, a grace and a balletic style. And yeah. whereas this, this is so much more, you know, I don't know the this gritties. Is, this the is right more Jason, Jason Bourne, this, isn't it? You know? Yeah, yeah. It's more, you know, it, it, it's, it, it's using your environment. Not, yeah. It's not perfect. Yeah, yeah. That's what's great about it. I and mean, that's what's great about the whole film. It's completely not perfect, but then it makes it, you know, the, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's that scene alone. I, I could just watch that on repeat. And a lot of directors and movie watchers and, and everyone else, if they watch that scene, will just go, Christ, that's what I want to aspire to, in my opinion. It's just a brilliant scene. And it's great the way, obviously, the tension's building to it really well. You know, you can see this, uh, this one of the punks following them on his skates and, you know, they know it's going to come off soon, you know, and obviously yeah. some of the cavalry arrive and they, the numbers swell a little bit, but they're still outnumbered and you know, it's building to this fight. And, and obviously in some films, the fight is then a letdown because the build up has been so good and the fight can't live up to it. But that fight, as you say, it just, it puts the icing on that cake and it's just, you know, it's just a brilliant scene, as you say. What about yourself, Joey? Any particular ones stand out for you? Warriors come out <laughs> to play. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I mean, I think it's hard. I think it's hard to watch that War Warriors <laughs> without on. thinking of that scene. So I mean, Luther just all that scene is brilliant. Oh, it's perfect. Him, Luther just clinging the beer bottles together on his <laughs> hand. That's uh, that's one of my favorites. And I'll tell you what. There's two other ones. There's the the, the opening, the D train. Um, oh, in yeah. New York, in New York City, that's so iconic. I mean, that that runs from the Bronx to Coney Island. You're talking, that's the whole gang right there. That's everything. Yeah. I thought opening that with that was so brilliant. I mean, if you're, you don't even have to. I mean, I live in Pennsylvania, so I'm very close there. But you don't even have to to know the D train. Most people in America, oh, okay, New York City D train. Yeah, I've been on that subway before. I uh, thought that was awesome. And the last one was um, Cyrus's speech. And I don't know if you guys know, you, you probably do because you're huge fans of it, but you know, the Warriors is based off a real event. Um, yeah. the yeah. Battle of Oxa. So, I mean, that's, that's awesome. Like I'm a huge history buff. That's my background. Um, that's my degree. So I, that's <laughs> one of the other things that really got me into it. But yeah, that speech, I mean, he's talking in front of all those gangs. That's, that's just, it's, it's perfect in my opinion. Yeah, and uh, that, uh, that's great that you brought up the history of it as well. It, it adds to it, doesn't it, when you hear, you know, it's based on a real, um, a real historical event, loosely anyway. You know, yeah. I think it was an, an army of Greek mercenaries, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Behind enemy lines in Persia and, and having to run and fight the way home. And I love the fact that he's used that and brought it to, you know, this sort of modern setting and, and pulled it off brilliantly in a way that's just so exciting. The other thing I'd like to ask you about, particularly with that American perspective, I think Rory would, would almost certainly agree with me from no one, I imagine, from being British and watching these films, a lot of these films have an extra, I would think, have maybe an extra sort of excitement to us because they're set in America or in particular in somewhere like New York. Do you have that yourself or is is there a different thing because New York's more of a easy, easily accessible place? I know America's so big, but does it have that same buzz like that to me as a, as a teenager in particular, that sort of, as you say, that Coney Island to the Bronx train, even just the idea of being on that was exciting to me, never mind going to this big, meeting of gangs and this ultimate journey oh yeah absolutely new york city is a special place if anybody has ever been there you would know that um i mean it's 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 got the mix perfect mix of culture i mean it's just it's a great place and yeah that it's still special for me i have family that live there uh many friends that live there i have a house in brooklyn so my daughter's Whoa. name my daughter's name is brooklyn so wow oh brilliant <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, di I, di I didn't know you had a house in Brooklyn. That's e even better. Is that I'm coming to stay next year, mate. <laughs> oh, me yeah, too, we... mate. Me too. We'll be on that train, Rory, next year with Joey. Don't oh, you worry. Mate. Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's... New, York, New York City is just an amazing place. It really is. And I, th I think the other thing, and you know much better than me, is 
to to me as well as all that excitement, and I suppose a little bit of the excitement is part of this. It 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 naturally has a little bit of an air of danger as well, of all that, particularly with all those you know, all those different parts of New York. You know, it, it it's one of them cities, or that's the impression I get is. It's it's a naturally tough city, particularly in certain areas, and that just adds to the the excitement of this journey. It's like they're not just you know they're not traveling through. I, I can't think of a place which is really you know they're not traveling through Switzerland. They're traveling <laughs> through New York in the in the seventies, and and that is just so exciting. Anyway, yeah. never mind in this circumstance. So it's uh, yeah, it's interesting. There's, I mean, they travel. New York is really, really. Some parts of it are nasty, and there's. It's, it's. I think it goes back to that. Uh, the whole night, the whole movies during the night. It's. Uh, there's just a lot of places you don't want to be caught during night in New York City. Um, oh, yeah. And as and as fun and beautiful as Central Park is, uh, which plays a part in this movie, you don't want to be caught in some parts of Central Park. You certainly don't want to be caught in the Bronx. Um, there's really nasty parts of Brooklyn, of Queens, even Manhattan. So. I mean, it's it's such a large area, but yeah, there are some very dangerous. And you know, keep in mind, there is a lot of gang activity in New York City. Let's face it. No, I think that's uh, really interesting to hear that perspective, and I think uh, that's probably a good place to have have a short break. So, thanks everyone for listening. We'll be back in a few short moments. You're listening to the Anfield Index podcast channel. Today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm just going to look at now, um, obviously, there's so many memorable lines in the Warriors, and we've touched on a couple already. Are there any of those you've previously mentioned or any others that you particularly, you know, would like to discuss these memorable lines? So I'll start with you, please, Joey. Uh, yeah, there's a few. Um, one of the ones when at the end when uh, Swan asks Luther, he says, hey, why did you why did you do that to Cyrus? Why did you kill him? And Luther's answer is just, it shows you the craziness of him. He just says, no reason. I just like doing things like that. <laughs> if that, if that doesn't show the madness in somebody, I'm yeah. not sure what does. Um, yeah. and there's a few others, there's two more. And when he also at the end, before they, they meet up at the end, he says, or Swan says, when we see the ocean, we figure we're home safe something about that line i just love I, I absolutely love that line yeah always have and um the only the last one is i think probably my favorite when ajax says to the baseball fury i'll <laughs> shove that i'll shove that bat up your ass and turn you into a popsicle stick <laughs> <laughs> where, where else should get lines like that do you know what I mean? <laughs> You, you, it just doesn't happen, does it? I mean, it, it is. You, 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 and and even though we've said all we've we've said about him, you know, the guy is, is basically a knob. But you you love it when he says that because he's like he's their knob. He he's fighting for for the warriors, and and you're glad that in that in the fighting terms, you're glad they've got them on the on their side because 
for all his faults, he is a good warrior in, in, in fighting terms. And yeah, no, that, that's such a, such a cool line. And I love those other two lines you mentioned. I mean, I think that was the one I was going to say, no reason. That was the line for me because, because I think it's so, so real. You know, we, I, I, we've, we've all met the odd, really nasty person in our lives. And, and, and some of them don't appear to have any reason. They just like, you know, they just like causing trouble, basically. You know, some people want to watch the world burn and things like that. You know, sure. that, that's so summed up that character. He was never going to have. Even if he said one, he was never going to have a big, deep reason for doing it. He he was just trouble. He was just a horrible, you know, runs basically. He was just the, and I think that summed him up so well. And that other line you mentioned about when we see the ocean, we 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 figure we're home. I just love that, like yourself. I think it's because we can all relate to having a certain, you know, as someone from Liverpool, and we'll all have our own versions of this. Not, not particularly in terms of safe, safeness, but I used to live in London myself and I always remember coming home on the train and pulling into Lime Street. And there was just something about that feeling that just made me feel happy. And we can all relate to that. So no, great lines you, you've, you've mentioned there, Joey. What about yourself, Rory? I haven't got any left. <laughs> I know it's, 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 it is hard, but even if there's any of those or any of the ones we've mentioned earlier that you, you like that maybe you want to, want to mention at all in a bit more depth. Uh, Ajax has got, Ajax has got a lot of good lines. He, he's got a filthy mouth on him, but, um, the one thing I'd like to address, and we'll obviously talk about the soundtrack. Is all the lines by the DJ. Um, <laughs> I just absolutely adore, um, the style that shot. Um, the music and and the way those lines are delivered because oh, yeah. it's it's like having a narrator but so cleverly do you know what I mean because yeah, yeah. it's it's obviously telling all the gangs what's going on subtly they never mention it's gangs or fight or do you know what I mean it's just yeah. it's just so clever um, and and the way she smoothly delivers all those lines is just is just awesome um, I think the one about you know. Yeah, see the ocean and, and, and we feel we're safer at home, you know. I, I just think, yeah, that resonates with me as well because, you know, these guys have, have, have bopped or battled all their way back home and and then it's still not over. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. um, it's, uh, they just, they wanted, they, you know, fought so hard to get there and it's, um, you know, the, the scene, obviously we'll talk about the clothes, I'm sure, but you know, the ocean is, is where they feel comfortable. And, and at that stage, um, you know, Terry might be able to inform me, uh, even more, but, um, Coney Island was not a particularly pretty or nice, uh, part of New York. And they fought all the way back. And do they say, you know, we fought all the way home to get to this shithole or whatever? Do you know what I mean? It's, but it's there home you know it's it's where they're from and it's their territory and that's why it means so much to them so um yeah it's it's it's, it's that part and you're right rory coney island is not the nicest place so that's <laughs> somewhere you want to live <laughs> yeah no that that's a good good way of looking at it as well it's like yeah as you say it may not be the best place but it's their place yeah and and, 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 I, and I think you touched on as well there was a, a feeling and and boy, were they right to feel that way of, you know, we've earned this now. You know, we shouldn't still be in jeopardy. We Look what we've done. Yeah. And we've still got to have this final battle. And yeah, no, the, just, just, and I also think as well, and uh, for, for, for all it's this slick, very lean action film that there there's some bits and I know we'll touch on some others, some bits of tenderness in it. I think that that's quite tender for an action film. Yeah. For someone to speak like that, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to make it more than it is, but that, that's quite a tender line. It's like, it's not the line of someone who's trying to look hard or be tough all the while. It's just, you know, that's how he feels, you know, about his home and, and where he's finally got to. Obviously, you've touched on, on the music there, Rory. Is there, is there any particular bits of the music that stand out for you? I know you've mentioned the, the sort of the, the host who's playing the music. Is there any bits that stand out for you? So, yeah. So the original pieces that were done for it, so like the theme and then the, um, 
things with the baseball furies and stuff they're all original and they're all really good i think in terms of the songs in it the main one for me there's a couple of really good songs when they're at the lizzie's um in fairness but but nowhere to run is just a oh, yeah. wonderful soul song a motown song it's just it's just such a great song and the, the words are obviously so <laughs> poignant with the film i, I you know there's, there's rarely a song that fits a film better than that does. Um, and it was a great, you know, it does, you know, I, I know a little bit about 70s music and 80s music and stuff. And um, that era, they just encaptured it so perfectly because they're a group that looked like they'd like, you know, punk and rock and, and of that, that era. But to put a kind of soul Motown soundtrack to an extent on it is just a perfect twist. It just fits really well um, with the era, and I think it's it's a really great soundtrack. Yeah, no, couldn't, couldn't agree more, and totally with that choice, as you say. There can be few bits, a few songs that fit a film, as you say, as perfectly as that one does. Yeah. What What about yourself, Joey? Oh, uh, that was definitely one of the ones I picked, and I think it. What Rory said was spot on. It's definitely perfect for that film, and the other song, which I happen to really like, and. You guys will probably both know. In the City at the End is oh, yeah, absolute perfect song for this. And Joe Walsh is great. I, I love the Eagles as well. So, I, I mean, Joe, you might like them. Rory, I'm not sure if you know. You probably do know who the Eagles oh, are. Oh, of course I know who the Eagles are. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, that's, that song right at the end, just the, the timing of it is just – it just puts a huge smile on my face. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love it. And the lyrics are, are, are again so so apt for this film, aren't they? You know, I think some of the lyrics are. Um, I know there must be something better, but there's nowhere else in sight. Mm-hmm. It's survival in the city, and obviously, when I say it, it it, it sounds really <laughs> really crap. <laughs> it suddenly dawned on me because I, I I almost chanced singing it, and I thought, no, that'll that'll everyone will turn off at that point. But it doesn't sound that good when you say them, but. When you hear them at the end of that film, and obviously, as you say, Joe Walsh, it it it, it really it's quite powerful at the at the end of an action film. Do you know what I mean? It, it yeah. it's cre- it, it really does have an effect, and I think it's because the characters as well. You you've gone on this journey with them as well, and 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 you're just so happy that they're back, and and obviously, you know, their life might not be as the songs lyrics suggest. The likes life's probably not going to be great even now that they're back, but at least they're home safe. And no, two, two, two great song choices by you both there. Um, I suppose that, that links nicely to um, arguably the key relationship in the film between um, Swan and Mercy. Now, some people don't really like this relationship, whereas others love it. Um, what, what were your thoughts on it, Joey? Um, I, I am on the half of I. I didn't like the relationship and I'll say this with, I I thought mercy, the character would be good. If this sounds a little crazy, but in another movie, but I just, I didn't think there was a need to have that. I mean, when Swan met her, she was, I believe she's a prostitute and she was, you know, hanging out with the orphans. And I, I mean, to me, it didn't sully the film in any way. I just didn't think there was a real need for it because if you're not going to have, which I know we're probably getting to later, but if you're not going to have a sequel, what's the point? I just, I didn't really understand that. And I didn't feel that they needed to have a love interest for Swan. I didn't, I didn't feel that that was necessary. No, I see where you're coming from. And I think, you know, obviously a lot of people agree with you. Um, it, 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 it's interesting. Uh, it, it, from what I can tell anyway on the net, it's, you know, there's a clearly this big split. What about yourself, Rory? What were your thoughts on that relationship? I think so. In essence, I kind of agree on the uh, they don't like camp, but I kind of like that she stirs trouble um, because not that they're not in enough trouble already, but she is an antagonist and mm-hmm. she does bring up out a different side in Swan, which which I do think is important for the journey he's going through do you know what I mean in the film so it does benefit him in that regard I think their solo scenes together do great a little bit especially in the underground because she she is she is by definition an annoying character so and I think she's written that way and I think she acts it that way pretty well to be fair but the scene when they're they're finally on the train home and and they're sat across from like the prom party kind of 
couple um, or two couples. A lot of people wouldn't like that scene necessarily, but I just kind of, I think it does show probably a bit of a truth about what the divide was in New York at that time and, and the kind of divide in, in, in the, in the cultures. And I kind of, I kind of think that has some benefit to the film, but yeah, I'm not entirely sold that she needs to, to, to be there, but you know, that, you know, you've got to, you've got to have certain other aspects to it. And I think films in the seventies without some form of a, a love interest is, is just probably non heard of. Do you know what I mean? It, even if it's scripted in this way and in a completely different fashion and, and they don't, well, they don't have a conventional happy ending, but I think, I think a, a, a film in that type of genre and an era would, would probably still need it no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think I'm probably somewhere in the middle of the two camps, I suppose. I, th- I think I definitely share some of your feelings about the, the sub parts of the subway, you know, the underground scene in the, in the dark. I think some of that, and she does great at times, but I, I think you both touched on it. She does bring bits out of Swan and you get a bit more, a bit more of his character beyond the warrior. And obviously a bit more of what, what her and their lives are like beyond being in a gang and how bleak it is in some ways and why they would want to be in a gang because obviously the things it gives them, the excitement and, you know, when clearly they don't feel they've got a lot of potential in, in that world. So uh, there are aspects of like, but no, I'm probably somewhere in the middle there. You, you nailed it then though, mate, actually. I think that's the thing. It, it does, for a film that is all about the gang and all about the fight and all about getting home, it does show a slightly different picture of of life outside of the gang because obviously there the kind of isn't one, but maybe Swan is thinking he wants one, but she, she has no, she can't see a way of making her life better. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. she is, you know, she is what she is. So yeah, you know, when you, when you analyze it and you start to think about these things, there are other things that do, you know, open up for you. But again, she does great. So I can see yeah. why anyone would really get pissed off with her because Jesus, she's damn annoying, even to the orphans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I know what you mean there. I know exactly what you mean there. Um, and just, uh, obviously, we've talked about how, you know, how much of a cult it is, and, you know, there's still festivals linked to it, and people buying merchandise and things like that, and obviously all that type of stuff. And, and, and one of the things that's prompted is every so often there's talk of a, a potential remake being made. Uh, would this be something you'd welcome, Rory? Uh, absolutely not. In <laughs> no way, shape, or form. I, I, you know, it does. It hurts when they make remake films that that don't warrant remaking. Uh, there are times, and I'm I'm all for reboots and, and remakes and, and maybe refranchises because you know it can be done successfully and and it can be done. And, with with skills and techniques and, and with technology that wasn't there at the time, but this isn't a film about high tech visuals. Although it does look really good, it's really well shot. Um, but it's not a film about you know high end. And, you know, you don't need blue screens. Do you know what I mean? You don't need anything that would make sense to to remake it. Um, and you couldn't give it the edge back that it had before. I mean, it's it's I don't. Liking it exactly, but but Drive is one of the modern films that sits in this kind of genre of film and is clearly influenced from from this film and from certain gaming elements. Um, and I just think you know they tried to remake that with a different soundtrack and it was some you know commercial thing with Radio One and stuff, and it just didn't work because it was perfectly made as it was and you don't need to tamper with things and i just think you look at the warriors and if they if they touched it uh, i just i'd fear for what they they produce and then it might start to ruin what was made before so yeah no no very good points made there i completely agree with all of them what, what about yourself uh, joey i'm in complete agreement with rory um that to me that's like would you remake goodfellas Never. Um, would somebody, yeah, would some, would somebody try to recreate the Mona Lisa? You just, you don't, to me, that movie's perfection. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. I don't think you have to touch it. I think there's no need for a sequel. There's no need for a remake. And I'm pretty sure we all know if they were to do a remake, it would just be for the money they'd make off of it. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I, 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 I think that's the key, isn't it? That, 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 that's almost certainly the reason. It don't, it'd only be the cash in, I mean. Or they use the, uh, the other thing I don't like is sometimes when someone does a remake and uses the name and then tries to make a film that's totally different and sort of spoils some of the original or takes some of the shine off. Like, I think Tony Scott, who obviously is sadly deceased now and was, you know, great, great, director he was going to make remake it but he yeah, was going to set it in yeah. la and he was going to make it more real and i think that both of those things for me it, that's not what the what is it about it's not it, it, of course it can have some real elements but it's not really meant to be it would have turned out it would have turned out like miami vice it would have yeah. been like yeah. some it would have you know that kind of or or some kind of you know, Michael Bay film or something, which is probably my own advice, but some, it would have been horrible, I think. And he's a good director and he's, you know, sadly, uh, passed, but you know, it, it, it just, it would have, oh, it would have been a sacrilege. I agree. And, and, um, I, I think as well, you know, although there are, there's the occasional gun in this, obviously, I think in the era where guns are so freely available, it'd just be so much more bad taste, you know. A chase and fights is something I can watch, but I wouldn't want to see, you know, these young gangs, you know. Guns freely available in America? Really? Uh, oh. <laughs> the, 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 we need another hour for that one, but uh, no, I, I, I wouldn't want to watch that. I think it'd take, this strikes the perfect balance between danger and fun. And I think yeah. if you add guns into the mix in mass amounts, it, it, it really takes some of the magic away for me anyway. Um, I'm now going to look at, you know, we've mentioned it's considerable influence in so many different ways. And one of the ones that you mentioned earlier, Rory, so I'll start with you on this, uh, is, is its influence on computer games and that, you know, uh, have you played the, the likes of Streets of Rage or Double Dragon and the Warriors? Played, have I, I know, I, played I know. I, I, I almost don't need to ask it. There. I, I, I know um, the answer, really. Street, but, Streets of Rage 2 is the best game ever made, full stop. Um, and Streets of Rage 2 is the most directly influenced game uh, from this film. Uh, obviously, Double Dragon and, and those kind of side-scrolling beat-em-ups and stuff, but... But the soundtrack, which is a little bit more Japanese and, and, and techno, but there's clearly influences there and, and the style and Streets of 2 is excellent. And then, you know, what's better than having pretty much the best, um, games producer, you know, Rockstar making, making the Warriors because it's so iconic to them. Um, and they did it such a good service. The game, it's one of the best games. Uh, of, of that kind of genre, that kind of era. Um, I love the Warriors game and it's, it's hard. You can't get hold of it anymore. It's not on kind of next gen console, but, um, if anyone can find a way of playing it or a way or means, it's just such a great game. Um, and it is, it is a film that does influence modern cinema hugely, but obviously, obviously gaming, like you said, um, and, and modern gaming. And it's, it's always cited as one of those films that, influences so many people that I respect um, yeah. and I just think they've got good taste yeah no couldn't agree more uh, obviously clearly Rory like myself has played so many of those games and, and loves them Joey are you the same are you a fan of, of any of these games that were influenced by it yeah, massive fan of Double Dragon. I remember playing Double Dragon until my hands bled. So <laughs> I remember, you know, the the number of the Lee brothers, Billy Lee and Jimmy Lee. I think, oh, yeah. I think Billy Lee was player one. I mean, I can remember that game like. It was <laughs> <laughs> but even even with the graphics, which now would look awful, it the it was just brilliant. And it, and 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 so many of these things were were like new. You know the you know that you could. You could damage, or at least new to me, you could damage parts of the scenery and yeah. pick up weapons. You know, it, it sounds really quaint now saying this, but at the time they were real big things, and they were like, you know, so exciting to be able to do. And you know, yeah, you get the pipe or the knife, and oh yeah, too, and you you chuck in the knife. Oh mate, it's, yeah. it's great, it's great. They that was it was it was a kind of. It was so directly influenced, and and a lot of people won't know that. And it's it's such a good film. I hope anyone listening to this does go and watch this film if they haven't yeah. already. No, I hope they do, and I don't know whether you both agree. And 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 this is 
probably to some people will seem a criticism, and from me, it's not. The film is like a computer game, but in a good way. In terms oh yeah, of, you know, it, it it it's this simple plot, and you've got this, you know, twenty four hours or whatever, and you it. it there's, it's just such so much fun right the way through, you know. And I think you touched on it earlier on, Rory. It's you know, there are times where you don't want wanna watch a film where you've got a and I don't mean this as a criticism, but where you've gotta think a lot. You know, oh, yeah. there's there's things you can think about in this film, but it's mostly just fun and excitement. And some films like Michael Bay films aim for that. It's not that easy to get. It's a very oh, hard mate, thing to do. Not. Yeah, yeah. And the, the one the one film that's achieved it, which I know we're going to do eventually, because I'm going to nag you until we do, <laughs> is is, is, Max, is Mad Max Fury Road last yeah. year, and and, oh, and again, that's it's it's basically the most fun I've had in the cinema for a, a decade. Um, yeah. and this, it's very rare that films get that right that keep you yeah. on the edge of your seat, but keep you relaxed at the same time. And uh, it's 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 a genius film. This it do, it is a genius film. Yeah, and, this, and the, the the movie the movie's really good. It just kind of drops you off, like the I mean, it drops the characters off, like you're saying. It's like a point of view video game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean every every POV video game you get is pretty much from this. Mm-hmm. No, that, great point. Um, I just obviously we're, we're running out of time, and we could talk for so much because we've all got so much to say because we love it so much. Do do you have any final thoughts? Anything we haven't touched on at all, Joey? Anything you you, you know we may have missed or? Uh not a not a ton. I just really hope that people really do get their hands on this movie and watch it because I think it's a masterpiece. And for its time, I think Rory mentioned this earlier in the pod that it really is ahead of its time. It's just such mm-hmm. a good movie. And if you like action movies, it's not your typical you know like Schwarzenegger action movie, but. It's just awesome. Like we were talking about, it. you you could picture yourself being in that fight, and you can feel all the emotion that they feel just trying to get back home. That's all they're trying to do is just get back home. And you know they happen to clear their name at the end, which is obviously great. But you just they feel like a, a family, like a family just trying to get back home, and everybody can relate to that. Yeah, no, to- totally agree. And yourself, Rory. I think that's it. It's just a relatable film, um, and for someone who isn't from the states and 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 you know, grew up in pretty rural locations. It's not. I've never. I've lived in cities for a lot of time now. My my kind of adult life and stuff. But um, you know, for me, it was like escapism when I was young, and it was like you were saying, dreams of of something that's quite unknown to you. And and I've been to New York, and I love the city, and um, it's 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 just that it's just an iconic film, and and I watch it and think. This can't have been made that long ago. Do you know what I mean? You yeah, watch it and exactly. go, it can't be 35 years old. It, it doesn't feel that old. Nothing about it, it the production and the, um, all the processes that went into it. If you watch other films around the eighties, you know, it's, it's an eighties film. It, you know, it's that era, but this, this still feels fresh and, and that's quite incredible that many years on. Yeah, no, great, great points made by you both there. And, uh, I've really enjoyed talking to you about this film. We love so much. I think that's a, a really good place to, to end. I'd just like to thank you both for coming on and thank everyone who's listened. They always appreciate every listen and every bit of feedback here. So thanks very much for that. Um, where, where can people find more of your work and your thoughts, please, Rory? Oh, people find me too much, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I did I did a post match pod last night for the Everton game, which was an absolute delight to do, as you can imagine. Um, yeah. I'm doing. I've got Europa League pod to come. We've got a, a great AI comic pod next week uh, for a Civil War preview. Oh, okay. um, we're go- we're going to get Joey on soon. We've just got to find the right platform, um, and I know you're going to come back back on and do. Our Batman versus Superman review, which would be great. So yeah, I'm 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 all over, man. Bit of writing as well, so I'm loving AI. Oh great! Well, I look forward to uh, hearing hearing all of those. They sound. I've already listened to the post match. Loved it. Uh, Thanks, really man. captured the mood. Uh, you know, and what a result, obviously. And uh, what about yourself, Joey? Where where can people find find more of your thoughts? Uh, my my Twitter handle is Joey C Liverpool. Um, I kind of tweet about a lot of different stuff, sometimes inappropriate, sometimes, (laughs) 
people don't give a shit what I'm saying because <laughs> I have to I have to remind myself a lot of times that I think 99% of the people I talk to are not American, so <laughs> you don't know what I'm doing. So, and I, I do have to say that Rory, you are one of my favorite writers on AI. Oh, thanks, man. Brilliant. Brilliant. Couldn't couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. And you know, uh, as well as that, Rory, you know, is interesting to listen to. Is his writing's great as well. You know, and and credit to you as well, Joey. I mean, R- Rory told me, you know, obviously, obviously I follow you as well, but he said that it'd be so great to have your perspective on as well as your film knowledge, that that whole American perspective. And you mentioned them with your Twitter. I think Rory's probably the same as me. I think it's good to have that sort of when I follow someone from somewhere else, I like to get a taste of their life and their world outside of the, the Liverpool FC bubble and, you know, so now keep up the, you're, you're a great follower and I'd recommend anybody to, to follow you both. And, um, once again, thanks you both for coming on. Thanks to anyone for listening. Um, if anybody has any feedback, good or bad or film suggestions, please uh, let me know on Twitter. It's Joe Simpson at Joe Simpson 79. Thanks for listening. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 